Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. And by Wyndham Garden Lafayette. And by Sheward & Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. From Cafe Vermilionville in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with creative business consultant Aileen Bennett. It's business Acadiana style. Hi, I'm Aileen Bennett. Welcome to Out to Lunch. If you're young, you might find this hard to believe, but it's only been within the last generation that we've made the link between our health and our diet. It started with the realization that inhaling cigarette smoke can cause the formation of cancerous cells in our lungs. It took quite some time for us to believe that. And as obvious as it seems now, it took even longer for us to learn and accept that eating processed foods and sugar has an effect on heart health and health in general. In Louisiana, food is part of our culture and not all of that food is good for us. That's the point Yvette Quans makes, both in her private nutritionist practice and as operations and marketing dietitian for Eat Fit Acadiana. Yvette, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you. Happy to be here. Also in the believe it or not category of physical health, it wasn't that long ago when there were only two types of people who got a massage. Professional athletes and men for whom the word massage was a euphemism for a very specific and localized type of physical therapy. This type of massage was conducted in what was called a massage parlor, which basically came to be code for brothel. Today we all accept the physical and psychological health benefits of a real therapeutic massage. Here in Acadiana, Kate Lemoyne is a licensed massage therapist who's taken the massage out of the clinic and on the road. Through her company, Open Arms, Kate shows up with her massage table or chair in locations as diverse as festivals and workplaces. Kate, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yvette, let's start with your new role as dietitian with Eat Fit Acadiana. Eat Fit is a grant-funded organization that started in New Orleans to encourage restaurants and chefs to offer healthy options on their menus. Eat Fit's principal connection to the public is on restaurant menus. And through the Eat Fit app that helps you find those participating restaurants and provides Eat Fit recipes. It would seem, Yvette, that you have a major challenge making this program work in Acadiana. And that challenge is the mindset of life itself. The most fundamental premise of Acadiana life is that we enjoy ourselves in the moment and don't think about tomorrow. That perspective is the envy of the country. It's the reason Lafayette was named America's happiest city. Outside of family and friends, the two biggest components of our happiness here are music and food. Asking people not to eat fried food or fatty food pork products seems to be just about as unreasonable as asking us not to listen to Cajun music. How are you approaching this? That's the great thing about Eat Fit, and that's why I'm so excited to bring it to the Acadiana region, because Eat Fit is not about taking out flavor, but it's just about making it good for us food. So it's not, it's, we want our food, uh, the food that we put our logo and a stamp of approval on to be good, flavorful food, but just food that's also going to be good for our overall health whether it's uh, people who are looking to watch their weight, eat healthy, live longer, live an active lifestyle, manage diabetes or heart disease, the Eat Fit Seal gives that, I like to use the word empowers, uh, dining out 
participants. So we've all heard this like for years, word. though. Everyone tries to make the diet version of a food, and they tell us it so tastes we, the same, but it never does. We don't does. like to use the word diet because um, eat-fit foods are not going to be a low-fat food. Um, there's four simple criteria to meet an eat-fit food. It's going to be low in animal fat. So it will have some animal fat, but it could be very heavy in uh, plant-based fats, which we know are going to be very good for us. And fats make the food taste really good. It does. It's also going to be low in sodium, but it's not salt-free. A little bit of, of salt can be used. Um, and so we they are going to be low-sodium foods, but that encourages cooking with herbs and spices and other things to help bring out the flavor. Uh, no white flour is going to be another criteria. So some people might give it up the white bread, but whole grain bread, whole grain products have fiber, good for heart health, and they keep us full longer. And then finally, they're just low in added sugar. So we can have the natural sources of sugar, fruit sugars, those things, but just added sugars are going to be low in. So instead of us having to ask the waiter a million questions about does it have this and this and this, you've done that work for us, and it's just a simple logo. Next I like to, to the say it, it empowers consumers. I mean, it empowers you when you get there. You'll see these items are eat fit. You can go to the app and find out the specific nutrition information if you want to see the numbers. I personally would like I like people to enjoy the experience of eating and experience being with people and feeling confident about what they're eating. So if you know it's Eat Fit approved, you know it's going to be good for you. Kate, from a business perspective, offering massages at work and places where people gather for, for leisure makes a lot of sense. You have absolutely no overhead, no office, no power bill, no support staff, and everywhere you go, you're a living billboard for your business. The downside, however, might be that there's only a limited amount of therapeutic good you can do for someone at work or in a bar. They only have so long to spend with you, and presumably they have to keep their clothes on. Do you feel like... <laughs> Do you feel that if you concentrate on this type of massage, you risk turning massage into a kind of temporary relaxation or a novelty rather than true physical therapy? That's an excellent question, Eileen. Thank you. I began this outreach endeavor with the intent of lessening the taboo of massage therapy being limited to a quiet office or a spa or a brothel, as you with said. <laughs> Um, but my goal was to um, promote self-care and well-being anywhere you are. So I have experienced nothing but a positive response to um, being out in the public with a business or at a bar or at an art market or an art fair. And yes, you are clothed and the sessions are maybe not as long or as uh, in-depth as a full-body disclothed massage, but at the same time, even just 10 minutes of being touched therapeutically can change your entire day. In fact, as a, as a dietitian, do people like presume they know what you're going to say all the time? Like, you, don't judge me on this, don't judge me. Do you get that a lot? Yes, I mean, that the stigma of being the food police is probably the least favorite part of my job that I have. Um, I love working with people and helping to educate and empower them to make to treat their body right so they can live well and I like to say to share your gifts so that you you feel good on the inside and so you can live well um, when you come across as a food police and you're judging if if you're eating a meal and you feel good and you are happy with 
you're, you're healthy and you're active and you, you feel good all around, enjoy your food. And when you are not in a place where you feel the best about yourself, whether it's a medical condition or you're not happy with your weight or maybe you're having stomach upset issues or maybe your mind is just consumed with calorie counting and counting carbs and everything else. When you're in that unhealthy place, that's when working with a dietitian can help empower you on how to eat to fuel well. It's interesting that you say someone that's obsessed with carbs and counting things, you put them in the unhealthy category. Because how can we sit here and how could I have a conversation with you and like actually be present and have fun and laugh if I'm thinking about um, the little bit of cream I just put in my coffee? That wouldn't be very fun. And she did just add cream to her coffee. Yes. <laughs> so um, when when someone is obsessed with that, usually their mind is not present and engaged in whatever's going on, whether it's being a high school student in school or whether it's a young mom with her kids thinking about always how to manage their weight, how to exercise, when am I going to do this instead of being present. So. My passion lies in helping empower people how to make those right choices so you feel good, so you can live well. Okay, I think of like businesses that have massage therapists come in. I think of them as Google and Amazon and the big companies, and it seems to be one of those tech bonuses. How does that translate to Acadiana? Do people understand it, and can you make a living doing that? It is catching on a little bit in Acadiana. I have personal friends who work for uh, Google, for example, and their experience with that company and it being a health-conscious-based corporate uh, organization, they have modeled this health-forward um, approach as to be a benefit to the entire office as a whole. Um, the communication between employees improves. The productivity of employees improves. The general banter, uh, feeling, vibe in the office all improves because the employees feel that their health and well-being is taken seriously. Because it used to be that a company, you know, we've had a great month, let's celebrate with peanuts and uh, peanuts. P pizza <laughs> and booze. And bonuses. And donuts. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, my experience with the, the few companies I've been able to work with have sh proven, and they've had me come back either monthly, even bi-monthly, to do repeat sessions to keep their morale boosted. And I'm guessing especially now we spend a lot of time hunched over a computer and just moving a few muscles but repetitively. Does what you do make that much easier? And Absolutely, because I utilize a full range of motion in all of the sessions. Even if it's a 10-minute chair session, I'm rotating the shoulders, the neck, the head, stretching out the back, and offering pressure point therapy um, and also some breathing exercises. I can fit all that into 10 and 15 minutes and you come out of that feeling like you can sit in your chair, cubicle, what have you, and reposition your body mechanics to work differently with your computer. So let's talk business. Um, you're both in the health-related field, so you can't kind of be like advertising, hey, you're sick, you need this. How do you, is it you're advertising more subtle? Is your marketing just kind of people getting to know your brand and what you stand for and hoping that you appear in their lives when they need you? What's your marketing for your companies? That's probably how I started um, my private practice back in 2008, and I had just moved here from Dallas, so I started 
marketing and, and getting out in the community and and then as time and life transitioned and um, I became a mother and I found my passion and specialty with my work I I guess went into more I'll put what I do out there and trust that by the word of mouth clients that are fit for the services I provide will so your marketing so, is talking about what you do, writing about what you do, and hoping people then make the link to, oh, I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Aileen Bennett. I'm talking with nutritionist Yvette Quantz from Eat Fit Acadiana and massage therapist Kate Lemoyne from Open Arms. We'll be back after this very brief break. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Aileen Bennett. I'm talking with nutritionist Yvette Quantz from Eat Fit Acadiana and massage therapist Kate Lemoyne from Open Arms. Kate, how do you market? My um, main marketing, I, I guess, approach has been to put myself literally out in the public. I participate in art markets, art fairs, things that uh, will apply to a large group of people. They will walk by my setup, my booth, and maybe stop and chat with me for a second. I, in that moment, try to explain, okay, 10 minutes of a break from anything that you're doing will totally rejuvenate your day. Or if you're more comfortable, here's my business card. I have an office. Come and see me privately, and we can work through some bodywork issues that way. So my main marketing has been putting myself literally out into the general public and talking to as many people as I can, shaking hands, giving out cards, and educating people on the benefits of massage therapy and self-care. And I know it's like it's really cool to say, oh yeah, you're mobile and you go to offices and you're in the beer garden and things like that. But was that just? I can't afford a room with spa music, or was it a really conscious decision, I want to do this differently? That was a very conscious decision. I had been um, a bodywork practitioner for 12 years privately and an educator for uh, five years with a program in town for um, elementary school art, and I recently became a mother myself uh, about two and a half years ago. <laughs> Still recent though, learning every day. and. She and I are on a on a mission together, and part of one thing I wanted to expose her to was a healthy lifestyle and entrepreneurship, that we can do this by I, ourselves. I was going to ask this. Both of you are mothers of girls, <laughs> and how important is it you're not just running a business to make money, but you're running a business to model how you want their lives to be? Absolutely. That's what keeps me <laughs> totally keeps me growing every yep. day. Me too. My m- main motivation is to model for her that uh, you can achieve goals on your own if you work hard, show up, be consistent, and be present and honest. And um, my daughter's oldest is now 11, as you know. And this over the Christmas time, she had an idea. She wanted to raise money for the. Uh, Katieana Humane Society, and so um, I wanted to support her in doing that. And she worked at setting up her website. Wow! And she raised over twelve hundred dollars. And then um, recently, she came to me and said she wanted to update her website herself. And so she got in the back end and started. And I went and looked at. it. I was like, Oh my goodness, you did! Who wrote that? I did. And I mean, it's just goals. Awesome to see and. Um, to show that there's so many ways, it's not just how academics are in school, but it's it's a full life. And it's being brave enough and bold enough to say, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to 
giving the confidence and giving the okay let's do it giving her the push and to make that happen that's so awesome and to expound upon my answer just a little bit the reason I chose to do this here in Lafayette was honestly inspired by a local man named Neil Gresham who was doing community outreach with yoga and gong therapy and sound therapy and he one night went out in Jefferson Street brought his gong and was had his ambulance out he was doing public yoga his ambulance that is, I know who he is yes. I've never, I never knew that he's a close friend of mine and you know I was thinking man that what a great idea. You Sometimes know? we just need someone else to be brave enough to do something to make us brave enough to do the thing that we've got and make it into a business because this right. for both of you is, it's about finance as well as doing good. It's not just one or the other. And thank goodness for the Worst Beer Gardens art market being open to a, um, a service being offered instead of a good being sold. Yvette and Kate, this is the part of the show that we call Another Great Idea. Maybe you've got a friend like this, someone who's always got that great idea for you. They tell you about this job you should apply for, or that guy you should have a cup of coffee with, or that great investment opportunity that you need to jump on now. You can take advice like this and it turns out to be a disaster. You can dismiss this advice and miss out on something that may have been really great. Or you can take your friend's advice and it turns out to be the best thing that ever happened to you. Do you each have an example in your life or career of a friend who had that great idea for you? Did you take their advice? How did it turn out? Are we talking beyond the boys my mom wanted me to date in high school? <laughs> no, no, let's stay with that subject. <laughs> so, um, a few years ago, my boss, old former boss from Dallas, called me and said he wanted to actually be an investor and, and help me launch Foodspirations. But I was just getting ready to have my second baby, and I was very overwhelmed, and it made me very nervous. And... I didn't say yes, and I regret not saying yes because I think his, that's one thing, I guess, looking back, it's like, man, I wish I would have been brave enough and, and not so nervous. And Foodspirations was? It's my inspirational print line, and it's really more of a hobby because I never did. She makes it sound like, I it's my did. inspirational print line, like everybody has an inspirational well, print line. Well, I know, but because really I n awesome. it never, I mean, the words and the work is awesome, just the business never took off. So it's like I just kind of, I was like, what would have happened had I been brave enough to Hasn't like, taken off yet. I think, hasn't taken that... off yet. Yes, that's the right word to use. Because um, I did just get an order last week. So that's good. But um, anyway, he, I remember still, I was like, I just thought of it. Even before that question came in, I thought of that recently. I was like. One of those moments. Yeah. And then in college, one more. Um, I went to the professor, counselors at LSU, and I asked I said I wanted to do sports nutrition. That's what I wanted to study, and I wanted to study nutrition and like fitness, kinesiology. And the she looked at me and says, "You can't do that. There's no jobs." So <laughs> I ended up getting a degree in kinesiology, and then I went back for nutrition, and I ended up working in sports nutrition when I graduated. And so, so one piece of advice you wish you'd taken, and the other piece you wish you'd ignored. That's, that's I did ignore. So. Yes. Oh, no, I guess I didn't ignore it. <laughs> Kate? Uh, I thought of, I've uh, been thinking about this quite a bit, and I have to say um, a pivotal moment in my life was 20 years ago when I was fresh out of high school and had, you know, lots of opportunities to go into college and follow a track and stay on task and follow a path that is pretty much guaranteed to at least give you some success in your early 20s. and. 
I felt very, very compelled to to travel and and explore some parts of the world that I felt I needed to be in and see in and and meet different people who were doing different kinds of work like body work and art and living different lifestyles. So I opted out of the traditional track and I traveled for years and it has completely changed my life and it has made me a strong person in the in values, in work ethic and in principle. So you would so I'm glad I you're glad you traveled the traditional advice. and we're also glad you're back thank you Yvette let's go back to perspiration because now you've mentioned it yeah um, can you tell us some of the the quotes some of the things yeah so I love cards like I've always loved paper cards and I wanted to give a little personal touch to the clients I worked with so I started Christmas holiday cards but nothing ever felt it fit the brand and of being a nutrition a dietitian, uh, also like whole mind body. So I started writing and um, it started with my belief card, actually Saver card. Saver was the first one and then came Believe the, the following year. But um, have they're all inspired by different words and they can be taken to, through your food or in your health or you can take it more uh, mindset. So um, Believe and Saver are probably the two, one of the two of the most popular and then I have one called Peace, and that's one of my favorites. It says, um, "Peace. It shows on the in. It shows on the outside when you accept everything there is on the inside." It's beautiful. Um, and all of them have been inspired by different moments or clients or stories that I've worked with. Um, Savor actually came when I was a young mom, so my daughter was like two and a half. And I was also a young entrepreneur, so I had my mind always on work and everything and it was a holiday time and I was writing and at the computer and suddenly it hit me like this is a time I need to be savoring with her so I ended up writing slow down and savor the magic do you ever find yourself writing oh I know this will sell or I know people will buy this course I'm selling or they'll come for a massage if I write this even though it's not or is it just I happen to believe in this stuff and my business model is it will just all come together uh, as a bodywork um, practitioner, I believe so deeply in the act and experience of therapeutic touch that I do have a hard time charging for it all the time because I feel like I want to work with people in, within their budget, within their needs, because I'd rather give the therapy than charge for it. But at the same time, I've learned that my services are valuable and I have skills to offer and it is a service rendered, so I've had to really tell myself. And more women struggle with this in business than men. It's like, oh yeah, this is something I should give away, and it's it seems to be a thing that women are overcoming as entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think the more women who start their own businesses put so much work and time and themselves into it that they can't help but put a value on it as well and expect that value to be returned. And um, I know that there was a there was a small phase in, in when I started my own business when I was following I guess more what like the I guess business like true business kind of I don't even know how to say this I like maybe it was selling something or I was actually looking into stuff like whether it was selling stuff or and it just didn't feel right and so after I stopped that I was just like. Um, it just had made peace with like maybe I'm not gonna 
make a million dollars, but <laughs> I'm going to be happy with the work I do. And I don't know if that's the right. And I'm sure it's fine. And I'm sure it's fine if you both do make a million dollars. Yes, as well. yes, that would be just, totally fine. Yes, but just making sure whatever I was doing or selling fell in line with my core values and what I believe. Hallelujah. And if it did, then I move forward and I felt confident and proud too. And I know, I mean, I have rent to pay, I have expenses to pay, I have help to pay. I have. A, it's not. I can't work for free. And that's a um, valid business model. And I think women are, are more scared to say that out loud than, than guys are. It has to be in line with my values. This isn't just your business, it's your life. And I think those things we should be proud of in business and not try absolutely. and hide behind them. Of all the many differences we have, the one thing we all have in common, we all have a body. And of all the rules and laws we have to obey, when it comes to what we do with our body, what we put in it and what we do with it, it's the one absolute freedom we have. Although it makes logical sense to eat healthy and exercise regularly, we don't always rely on logic to govern our every action. But when we do, we can turn to you, Yvette, and you, Kate, to keep us eating right and feeling good. Healthy living has its challenges here in Acadiana, but with just a small amount of logic, we can live here and have it all. Kate and Yvette, thank you both for taking the time to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thank Thank you you so so much. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been nutritionist Yvette Quantz, operations and marketing dietitian at Eat Fit Acadiana, and massage therapist Kate Lemoyne, owner of Open Arms. You can find out more about Yvette's healthy eating and Kate's therapeutic massage by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Morrill. Our researchers are Anne Christian and Ali Coates. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. These photos were taken by Lucius A. Fontenot. You can find more Lucius Fontenot photos at lafphoto.com. You can get this show and past shows as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsacadiana.com and krvs.org. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and krvs 88.7 FM. I'm Alien Bennett. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the lunch table for more business Acadiana style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Acadiana is recorded live over lunch at Cafe Vermilionville in Lafayette. Cafe Vermilionville is open Monday to Friday for lunch and six nights a week for dinner with a courtyard that sets the scene for fine Louisiana cuisine. The Out to Lunch Acadiana theme music, Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, is written by Mitch Foreman and performed by Mitch Foreman and Andre Michaud. Out to Lunch Acadiana business consultants are Pete Prados from Innovate Acadiana, The Opportunity Machine, and Dr. Blake Escudet. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. And by Sheward & Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. 
Support for Out to Lunch Acadiana comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette, located off Pinhook near Collie Saloon. Wyndham Garden Lafayette is a pet and family-friendly hotel with reception space for large and intimate events, free parking, free Wi-Fi, and a free shuttle within three miles that includes the airport and downtown restaurants.